BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the Fightful Overbook YouTube channel. No, this isn't Degrassi, dudes. It's another edition of Nerds of the 90s. And this time we're going to be discussing Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the late great Jason David Frank. I am here with my esteemed colleague, the Spinner Mason to my Jimmy Brooks, the uh, Charlie Conway to my Russ Tyler, Steven Jensen. Thank you very much. Wonderful intro. Um, speaking of, um, just right off the top, we'll probably talk about it a little bit more uh, at the end of the show to remind people. The next time you see me and SP3 here, um, we're trying to do these once a month. The next time you see us, um, we will review Mighty Ducks Game Changer Season 2 because it'll be over by then. Um, there's only one episode left. We would have done that today, but the timing kind of was perfect as far as like there's one week, one week left in Game Changers and uh, Jason David Frank just happened to pass away this week as far as like, you know, topics for today. Like, and, and that's something we're going to we're going to focus on today because I was a huge Power Rangers fan. And um, I know that our our generation, like like J- JDF meant a lot to our generation. Jason David Frank, uh, Tommy Oliver, the green slash white ranger slash multiple other color rangers. Red ranger slash Dino, yes. uh, Dino Thunder <laughs> Ranger. <laughs> yes. So, so we're going to talk about, it's going to be a little somber talking JDF. I think we'll start the show off giving like some memories and talking about, about Tommy Oliver. And then, um, and then we'll just like, just talk Power Rangers um, and uh, the 90s a little bit. I have uh, some of my favorite um, collectibles here next to me, too, that I've like collected uh, for the Green and White Ranger and stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll have a good time talking about uh, about some nostalgic 90s stuff. But for the people listening, how was your Thanksgiving? Yes, let us know in the live chat. We want to know how your Thanksgiving was. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday, where I know most of our generation starts shopping for Christmas. So happy Black Friday. Enjoy all the sales. Enjoy all of that. I also show your support. Drop a thumbs up on the video. It always helps. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified for all of the the content that they have here on Fightful Overbook. Daily content here on Fightful Overbook. And I'm glad to be back here with Jensen. And don't worry, 
the new year is coming 2023 we'll get back to talking degrassi but we yes. just had a couple of things you know south park nickelodeon shows a lot of stuff that we had talked about you know at the tail end of the first season of degrassi dudes right. we had to get into it for uh nerds of the 90s now that we're doing these kind of monthly at the moment yeah right and also keep in mind like degrassi is supposed to reboot next year right yeah is it 2023 they're supposed to yes. be back so um so we'll have and i'm also way more familiar with the the later seasons of the next generation now since the last time we talked about degrassi so like i have a totally different perspective on like claire and fiona and and uh and declan and uh, or even later on especially um um drew like he really yes. became like a real focal point of a lot of it and i didn't realize how much so until until i got more caught up becky and uh and uh myla and all them like it's so like i'm i'm way so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll what i think we're gonna read we'll do is we'll redo the rankings list but from like from like a certain season on so like i'm i'm happy with my rankings for like the kind of the og characters but then yeah i need to go back and uh and and really deep dive again uh the newer characters that i wasn't as familiar with um so yeah we'll, we'll have plenty of degrassi to talk about in 2023 um full disclosure i never talked about it before on the show but i'll just bring it up now so i'll put it out there into the world um uh um shane kipple who plays spinner mason he wants to come on and do an interview with us and talk to Grassi, which is like super epic um but it's just but like right when we were kind of setting it up is when we had to kind of like take the this the new format and the break from the show because with my shoot job it's just it's just too hard to do these each week yeah but that's why we're trying to at least do it once a month for y'all i mean for us because it's just fun to to talk about this stuff um so i'm trying to think was there um was there anything else before we get into into the topics or into into the life and the 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 power rangers and jason david frank and all that stuff I believe I believe that's all that's all the the stuff that we're gonna you know be talking about in the uh, you know weeks to come and in the, the next year or so. I think we could get into things. Where do you want to start as far as talking about Jason David Frank, who of course uh, passed away uh, late last week, uh, unfortunately at a very young age, I believe forty nine years old. So. Anything you want to touch on or start on when it comes to Tommy Oliver, in my opinion, the GOAT Ranger. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with that. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it was it was badass, dude, because I remember I was probably like, like like five when this was happening. Cause I mean, this was we're talking like 1993 kind of stuff. And like and I still remember it like really vividly for for that age. Yeah. Um because I even remember, I, I talked about this a little bit with Jeremy on the spotlight. I've, I've talked a little bit about this as well on, on The Weekender. But, like, I even remember, like, the only reason I knew that the show Married with Children existed was because it ran before Power Rangers when I was growing up. Like, because I would I would always make sure I didn't want to miss a second of Power Rangers. So I'd tune in yeah. early and catch, like, the end of the, the show before. I do the same thing with uh, with wrestling, like. Walker Texas Ranger would come on before either Raw or Nitro. I can't remember. Which uh, it was before Raw. It was before on Raw. USA Network because they. I always knew what bookend Raw. It was Walker Texas Ranger because I would always see the final credits before the show start, and then it was La Femme Nikita because they would always promote it during the uh, last like half hour of Raw. 
That's right. And on over on on TNT, it might have been like Law and Order or something that would yeah. come on before yeah. Nitro. Also, after all, was Silk Sock Stockings. I remember. Yeah, that's that. funny. So like, <laughs> but that's but that's like to our point, like because like that back in the day, me and Doug talked about this a little bit on live rounds. Also, like back in the day when we were growing up, like you know there was like the TV Guide channel. For me, it was Channel Twenty Seven, and it would yeah. scroll. It wasn't always accurate. You had to wait forever and hope. You know, you saw the channel, but. For the most part, like back in the day, we would like, if you, especially if, like, if you had like the HBO channel or something like that, you'd just be watching it and not know what was coming on next. So you would just like sit yeah. there and be like, man, I hope it's, it's a movie I like, or like, I hope it's a show that I haven't seen or whatever. Um, and, but, but when you knew it was your, your show, you would always tune in early. So like, that's, that was the thing. There wasn't like the DVR and at, at, at the most you had the VHS to, to record it. Um, yeah. And that took so much effort. Like, and then even then that might get messed up. Like that would, I can't tell you how many times I recorded something on a VHS player and like it overran something I didn't mean to overrun or, or, or you know, tape over or, um, or it would like, it would stop before that. Like it, I, I remember the worst cause, cause raw would have the overrun. So my, yeah. my thing would always stop at like 11 PM instead of 1108 or whatever. And I would miss like the very end of raw and stuff. And that'd be um, the best part. That'd be the best part. A lot of the time. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So like, or it'd be like the big or the, the giants walking to the ring to fight the NWO. You got to tune in next week to see what happened. And we actually didn't have, we got to wait till the next week to see what happened. There wasn't any wrestling community to go talk with about this stuff. Like, um, especially not, not anything like Twitter at, at the most, you yeah. had some, some websites and eventually some message boards, but, but dude, so anyway, the, 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 my whole point, I guess, is, is that, that's how much I love the Power Rangers, how, how invested I was, is like, I would, I would catch the end of the show before, just so I didn't miss a second of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, and it used to come on like week, uh, like weekdays, it used to come on like five days a week at the afternoon, because that used to be kind of like afternoon appointment television for kids uh, around our age, because I was like five, six years old when uh, Power Rangers came back. So it, it used to always be about the rush to get home and watch the Power Rangers and watch what goes down. And especially, I, I, and I, the reason why I call Tommy the Goat Ranger is because he had such the, the most like intriguing arc and yes. everything. Like his initial arc is still, in my opinion, the Goat storyline. He came in, in as the heel. He was, yes. the, he was the main villain against yes. them. Yeah. He he got yeah. he got possessed by uh, Rita. Rita, you know, took over, made him her her special uh, Green Ranger, and it was a five episode arc. So yes. I think it started like the beginning of the week. So you had to watch the whole week, oh, and you had man. to rush home to watch what was going down with Tommy. How was Tommy making the Rangers' lives hell? Uh, you know, then it, then after that storyline, you know, he he joins the Rangers. Then it was the story of the will they, won't they with him and Kimberly. And yep. that and was they, like what do. The, they do. Yes, yes, yes. They finally <laughs> do. And that's one of his best moments on the show is when he finally yeah. kisses Kimberly. It's like, God Was that damn. whenever she passes out when he returns as the White Ranger? Was that the first time? I can't remember. I remember they kissed no. her right after that. No, it was oh. when he was the Green Ranger because I was, was going still... back and watching okay. a lot of uh, like his clips. He was still the Green Ranger because then they had the whole story that another great moment in the Tommy lore is when he has when he's the Green Ranger and he leaves and then there's the White Ranger introduced and they don't know who the White Ranger is. So the fight, the reveal 
of him being the White Ranger, I still remember that to this right. day. And I, was see, like, I was like seven, eight years old when that see, happened. That, that's what popped right into my head because I remember <laughs> she faints because it's him. And she's like, oh my, like, and, and he like wakes her up and like kisses her on the ground as the White Ranger. Yes. And yes, that's, that's yes. like the fences with pops in my head when I think about them kissing. So that's why I was, uh, that's like why, why I defaulted right to that. Um, dude, that's so true. It was such, dude, it was, you're right. Like he, like he came in and he was the, he was the coolest one. Like he was, and also green's my favorite color. So like, it was like, it all matched up. Like it was like, like, I still remember there's, I haven't, I haven't talk to this guy in so long but uh shout out to if he ever comes across as a guy named michael veal who lived in my cul-de-sac when i was a kid um and I, I we were friends when i was from the time we were probably five till we were like eight and then like he moved and then I, we ran and we wound up going to the same college and had like a class together and kind of like reconnected for a couple years kind of crazy um but then i haven't talked to him since college it's been like you know 10 years but this guy i remember so my my family, and this is part of the story that's really important to me with all of this that I'll get to in a second. But like, the collectibles were like a real big part of my childhood. Like like going out and like like trying to get the toys and stuff. And my family would usually buy me like <clears throat> like uh, like if they could get like multiple, they'd get like like I, I don't know how to explain this. When it came to the Green Ranger collectibles, they never got them for me. Because, like, it was, like, they could get me, like, the whole Powers Award with, like, all of them. So I have, like, five to play with instead of, like, the one Green Ranger. You know what I mean? So that was yeah. kind of, like, their line of thinking, I think, usually was, like, get him more of them so he has more versus. Now, once the White Ranger came around, they understood that I was obsessed. And it was, like, they started buying me White Ranger stuff. But so, like, to this day, I've never owned the Dragon Zord. Like, the the the, the actual Dragon Zord yeah. toy. But I had, like, a lot of the other stuff. Of course, I've showed this off recently but i've got both these you know in my office that literally i was like yo when i saw the clips of him and i was like how is it like that this happened nearly 30 years ago and i still remember i associate that that tune that 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 instrumental with tommy playing the flute to bring the dragons on yes i need to get my dragon dagger um fixed or maybe it's just new batteries this saba sword still works really well though makes the noises and still, you know, you can do the thing with the sword. But like, um, but what's what's really important to me about this too, um, is that so Tommy was my favorite ranger. Um, and <clears throat> Power Rangers, like, you know, my, my mom passed away when I was a teenager, and a big part of my childhood was like was Power Rangers, and like I have really strong connection to it, I think, like even more so because like I remember. It was similar to like Beanie Babies. Like my mom was one of those parents that like she'd go to the store and like wait in those giant lines with like all yeah. the other parents and like try to like too. fight them over like getting the new hot toy because like they just knew I was so obsessed that like I wouldn't shut up about it. So um and they always came through. Like my mom somehow always did between my mom and my grandma, they always found a way. Like if it was like a Nintendo 64, it's like my grandma, I remember, worked at Sears when the Nintendo 64 came out. So she was like, Hey, I think I might be able to like to set one aside you know it's just like it was always such a big deal to me to get this kind of stuff so that makes it even more nostalgic for me it's like my mom knew how obsessed i was with power rangers and she was always buying me power ranger stuff because she knew i was so in love with it um so when she passed away it was always like one of those things where like i'm gonna keep collecting like some of the power ranger stuff because it always like you know just always made me feel good to like i still remember the feeling of like opening like original power rangers figures when i got them just like how excited i would get you know what i mean so like um 
And I'm sure everyone has a, a, something like that with it. Just like the, the nostalgia. Because here's the thing. If you go back and watch Power Rangers now, it's not a very good show. Oh, you no. Know what I mean? Oh, no. I watched. <laughs> I, I actually watched an episode that I never watched before because, you, you know, you're doing this this uh, podcast and mm-hmm. I want to get more familiar or, you know, get off the rust of my memories of Tommy. And I watched it. It was a specific episode. It was mm-hmm. when all the Red Rangers teamed up with each other mm-hmm. and Tommy was the leader. And I was like, this has some of the worst acting I have seen. <laughs> Yeah. You know, quite some time. So I, I can barely only imagine if I go back to that first season or the first couple of seasons and watch those. I know I know it would be, probably be cringeworthy. Yeah, and, and yes, and so it's called Forever Red. I do. I, 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 and yeah, we got some people. Thank you in the chat, y'all. Thank yeah. you for being active. Um, I saw it moves a little bit, Caden. You can't see it much on the camera, but it moves just a little bit. Um, but, um, so that's another thing I wanted to bring up with Power Rangers. It's, it's been so long running. People might not know, you know, it's it's a it's a show called Super Sentai or Super Sense Super Super Sentai. Is that the name of the Super Sensai? It's, 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 a, it's a Japanese show that they are that they've just been dubbing into English with US actors for the last you know two decades, which is so crazy to think about. Like I remember when uh when I was a kid, I never caught that. But when I went back and watched it recently, I'm like, oh, Rita's mouth doesn't match with like the words at all and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like it's just funny. Super Sentai. There you go. Yes. Um, Sen Sentai. Okay, I I had it. I had it pretty much right. Um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, it's just funny because it's like it was. It's been it's been popular for so long. But my my jam is really like Mighty Morphin the movie. Yeah. And then, like, just a little bit of the tail end off the movie when they were kind of like the Ninja Rangers, or whatever yeah, they called I, them. I think, I think my like my fandom goes from yeah, Mighty Morphin. I was there at the beginning, Mighty Morphin. I was like five, six years old, like I said before, and like those first couple of seasons into the movie, into uh, I think it was the Ninja uh, Ninja Power Rangers next. I was into I was into that because that was the follow up from the movie and i think sometime between them going i believe next was turbo and then that's when that's when my my fandom kind of faded and i found other things that i was a little bit more interested in and i think i think around that time as well because i always compare my fandom of power rangers and how it was kind of appointment television kind of like uh around like school is i think my fandom of pokemon kind of overseeded my fandom of Power Rangers, and that's why my fandom of Power Rangers kind of faded. Well, and that's the thing. With, with any of these things, right, it's like the, with well, I shouldn't say with any of them, but with so many of these kind of things, even Pokemon, you could say that a lot of the same stuff about, like, if you weren't there during this specific window of time we're talking about, and also the right age, you have you just don't understand what we're talking about. And I, compl- yeah. and I completely get that. Like, you know, if, if you weren't if you right now aren't 30 to 40 years old within like that 10 year bracket, you probably don't understand why we like this so much. Um, and then you would say the same thing about Pokemon. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because it's, it's just one of those things where like, it's, it was just like a moment in time and the culture too. Like, it, like the Power Rangers is so nineties, like with the way yeah. that they're dressing and the music and like, the fighting is, is very like 90s 80s action movie type stuff and it's like 
So, but, but so it's, it's run for so long and it's still, it's still to this day, you know, they're making, you know, movies and stuff based off of it. But, um, one thing I wanted to bring up that I think is the most gigantic miss in the history of television. Okay. So this is, I'm not, I'm yeah, I'm, I don't say this lightly. This is the biggest miss in the history of all of, all of television, all of, all of anything filmed in the history of the world. Okay. Okay. You, I would imagine you know about this, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't have known it until later like me. So at some point, years after we had moved on from the Power Rangers, and that was a big part, a big part of it too, to be fair with, they changed the the Power Rangers. So like, it wasn't like the Zach, Tommy, Jason, it was like new guys and girls, you know? And And in a lot of ways, it's it's very comparable to what we talked about with Degrassi, when Degrassi changes class, like you're either going to get with the characters or you're going to lose interest. Yes, exactly. So there's a lot of combinations of factors. Like we, we got older, interest changed the the cast changed you know there was a lot of factors and 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 you know finding some other stuff to become a fan of and kind of leaving power Rangers behind but the biggest miss in the history of television years after mighty Morphin power rangers i don't know what era of power rangers this was somebody in the chat will absolutely know they did an episode where they teamed with the ninja turtles Oh yeah, yeah. I think Kai actually mentioned that earlier in the chat. She said, uh, "Our oh, said, oh, I missed, uh, Turbo okay, I was you. odd. That TM <laughs> TMNT yeah. crossover was nuts. I remember that. Yes, it was really bad because well, they well, hyped well, that well, up and made people that even fell off as Power Rangers fans come back because if you were a Ninja Turtles fan, you wanted to see that crossover. And yeah, it was not good." Well, but my, my, the reason it was such a big miss is they did it, like, if they would have done that, like, when, like, in the prime of, like, us being Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers fans, like, our age generation, that would have been the biggest thing ever. You know what I mean? Like, they could have marketed the shit out of that forever. Like, we could have been buying Power Rangers Ninja Turtles crossover figures and, like, the video games could have been, like, joint video games. Like, if they would have, like, merged that way earlier, because, like, by the time I found out about it, I was like, why did they, they just now did this? Like, how did you not do this? If you would have done that in like 95, like that would have been huge. Yeah. <laughs> Astronomical. But, and yes, the, 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 the episode was bad. Cause it was like the, the weird, like TV show turtles with like the bad, like head sculpts. It was, stuff. it was that, that early to 20, uh, 2000s version of, uh, the, the, the turtles, which was right. all of them were bad. Well, they they added like the random like, and they said it was in space. It was uh, Power Rangers. Power in Rangers. Space. Space. They added like the random girl Ninja Turtle. I remember also that was like a part of that show that like wasn't a part of any other Ninja Turtles lore like ever. It was, it was just so random. Like I remember one of them wore like a do rag instead of like just like the mask. It was like a whole. Like, it went over like his whole head, and I was like, what, 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 what kind of Power Rangers is this? Like, what, what? Or sorry, Ninja Turtles is. This? I, don't, I don't, I don't recognize any of these Ninja Turtles. Um. Anyways. So, um, that said, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, Jason David Frank real quick, just like as a person? Yeah, I mean, I I haven't had the opportunity to, you know, ever 
uh, meet him, but everything I've seen of him as far as his interaction with fans and, you know, interviews that he's done in the past, he seems like such a, like a genuine, uh, you know, nice person. So uh, I mean, I don't know if you had any experiences being able to meet him or have friends that have uh, come across Jason David Frank in the past. So I've never had the opportunity to meet him and I'm really extra bummed about that now um and it was one of those things where i always figured that i would because he was so active at those at those conventions and stuff like he was always at that stuff and that's what makes like his passing even more sad to me is like the you know if it's true kind of the the reported you know like the reason he passed and i don't judge people by the way it's all that's not where i'm going with that at all My, my point is like he had to have known he was so loved, man. Like, like hundreds of people, every time he went to any of those things, they'd line up. He took pictures with everybody. And he, like, he's always seemed like really happy to, to be around all these Power Rangers fans for so long. Like, cause he's the kind of guy who he could have easily like moved on to something else. Like, if you don't want to like yeah. be known as the Green Ranger for your whole life, I get that. But like, instead, he embraced it. And, like that was that's huge. Like when you're a big fan of something, and like the person who's doing it thinks it's lame, it makes it lame to you too. You know, like if, if the Green Ranger was walking around for the rest of his life, like man, if some fucking asked me, if I'm the Green Ranger twenty five fucking years ago, like get over it. You know, like they, they'd make me be like, well, shit, I don't like the Green Ranger anymore, I guess. But he, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, he was so like, hell yeah, I'm the Green Ranger and the White Ranger. You know what I mean? Like, come up, like let's let's get pictures. I'll like. So this is one of my favorite things that I own. One of my, and even now it means even more. One of my favorite possessions. I do have a signed nice. uh, Funko Pop of his, um, Green Ranger Tommy Oliver, which I, um, I'm, I'm not going to sell. Uh, you know that's not my prerogative at all. But like, yeah. I, um, I have noticed that those things they've skyrocketed. They've probably, probably they're probably selling on eBay for four times what they were. Uh, when I bought it um, right after he passed. And I don't like that people do that kind of stuff. Um, I get there's a business behind all that. I don't I don't like it. But like, I just want to throw that out there. Like, I'm really happy I have something of his with like his signature, just like, because like I said, I always felt like there, I always felt like I was just going to, I was going to meet him. Like, it was going to be no problem. Like, I was in incredible shape. He was still fairly young in like the grand scheme of things. And here's the thing that people that might not really understand about him. He was a true martial artist. Like, yeah, like he, this wasn't some like Steven Seagal bullshit where he like, you know, fucking pretends to throw people around with bullshit Aikido and like calls himself a fucking sensei. Like Jason David Frank was so good at his discipline of, of martial arts, which I'm not as familiar with it, like Taekwondo karate, like what he, what he was really good at. He became, you know, like the, the highest level you can be the, the, the top belt with like the most amount of stripes like you can get. So, and he was so good that he became like the grandmaster of like his own style of that. And, yeah. um, and just super, super, super well-respected in the MMA and, um, and just, just combat community in general. And one thing I got to bring up, and this is, and, and this is not, and people know how I feel about CM Punk. I've said about, I've talked about this in other shows too, but I, we I, have I, to... I, I was about to say, I was going to bring that up that you, you and you and uh, JDF have that in common with CM Punk. Well, so here's the thing with, 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 for people who don't know, Jason David Frank actually did fight some MMA, like some actual real MMA fights like 10 years ago. Um, and he, he was, I mean, he, the guys he fought weren't very good, like to be honest, but like he, 
kicked, he beat the shit out of them. Like, J, J, JDF went in there and just did work on these people and, like, embarrassed them. And it was like, you're in how many you're trying to embarrass me. Like, one of the guys I remember came out to the ring either wearing, like, a Power Rangers mask and or, like, he came out to the Power Rangers theme song, like, mocking him. And JDF yeah. beat the shit out of him. And it's just like, um, and, and so, so he was, he had been calling out CM Punk for years, um, to, to fight him, not, you know, in the UFC or wherever. And my, my, my issue with Punk is not that he wouldn't fight him because if I was Punk, I wouldn't fight him either. Like there was, there would be a bad, it'd be a bad idea for him. Really bad idea. Pick, for CM pick one struggle, him. Punk. Pick one struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it would, it, it, it wouldn't even, yeah. Not even going to get into all the, the skill difference, but the, the, my, my issue that I always had with it was when he would be asked about it. And there's, there's video clips of this you can find on YouTube. I'm not just like saying this cause I'm a hater or whatever. Like you can literally find it. Um, he, um, he would laugh it off because he called him a celebrity and, and like, it was like a freak show fight. And like, he was CM Punk essentially felt that JDF was beneath him. Like, like CM Punk was this UFC fighter who was above fighting the power ranger celebrity jason david frank and that that always really fucking bothered me because there's a lot of people that take cm punk's word as gospel that yeah. chanted his name for seven years while he was gone while he didn't give a fuck about y'all and bailed and didn't want to even talk about wrestling for all that time and y'all still defend him and he's out here talking about jason david frank like he's some sort of joke like that was I hated that man. That was so that was so wrong. Like for him to put it out there because there's so many people out there that don't know that that would hear that and just be like, oh well, yeah, fuck fuck the Green Ranger. Like why should he get a fight yeah. against CM Punk? And it's like because he's an actual martial artist. Like he would have it would have been so uncompetitive. Um, so it's just one of those things where it's like it just bugs me. That's just another one on the list of like when people are like, well, like CM Punk. It's like well, here's one reason. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another. I mean, I can go all day with this kind of stuff. And it's just like, it. so it's, it's messed up. Like I wish the fight would have happened. And here's the thing. Had CM Punk just said, listen, I don't want to fight the guy. He's been doing martial arts literally his entire life. And I just started like, that would have been fine. Yeah. It would have like, been, that been totally fine. Like I would have respected that answer. Like that's totally, totally respectable. Like that's honest. And that's, it just is what it is like hey this guy's been fighting forever i just started fighting this is unfair I, why would i do this facts but that takes a level of self-awareness that i don't think he has right exactly so it's like you know instead he would just clown it and joke about it and talk about how how he was he was above doing that and it's just like so so you're you're above fighting an actual martial artist who's, who's also by the way like famous like this isn't like yeah. some you, you losing to some nobody so instead take a fight with a guy named michael jackson actual name michael jackson who's a part-time fighter who held you down and tickled you in the middle of an octagon like that like that's like you're above fighting a power ranger but you're you're cool with fighting a part-time fighter who can hold you down and tickle you like yeah, absolutely come on man Oh man, you gotta you gotta love the the logic there or the lack thereof. It doesn't um, make any sense. Like, you really get your ass kicked. At least get your ass kicked by someone legitimate. Yeah, who's an actual skilled fighter. But yeah, I he's he's got a lot. You know, a, a lot of people didn't realize that or might have not realized that he is he was actually doing everything. You know, uh, that he was doing on the show, uh, Jason David Frank. Uh, to go over a little bit of uh, you know, his history 
on the show we gave a little bit you know in the early portion of here but i wanted to read from uh the power rangers fandom wiki <laughs> I, was uh, say, I, I hadn't even looked but i imagine they have that like degrassi absolutely. has one like yeah <laughs> if degrassi got one you know the power rangers yeah. gotta have one it's called yeah. ranger wiki uh and it says that uh, to- uh tommy oliver uh is the longest serving power ranger of all time he started as a transfer student at Angel Grove High School, yes. who was brainwashed by Rita Raposa to become the Green Ranger and fought the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, serving as the central antagonist of the five-part miniseries, Green with Evil. After the Rangers freed him from Rita's spell, Zordon created the White Ranger powers as a replacement for the depletion of the Red Ranger's energy. Later, when the team discovered the Zeo crystal, Tommy was chosen to become the Zeo Ranger V Red of the Zeo Rangers, and later the first Red Turbo Ranger of the Turbo Rangers. After he retired his powers uh, to TJ Johnson and graduated from college, he discovered the Dino, uh, the Dino uh, gems, and became a teacher at Reeveside High and become the Black. Dino, uh, the Black Dino, Dino Ranger yeah. of the Dino Rangers. So nice. There you they go. Came back multiple times, like when they had, yes. like when they needed. Because I think in the Forever Red one, is that the one where it's like all the Red Rangers, and then like, and then like he appears with like, like at the end, and just like we got your backs or whatever, and it's like, it's Tommy. <laughs> it's like what? Um. So, uh wait, what said you good? What's that mean? I'm like trying to keep up with the chat. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, um, Katie. Katie oh, Sid, oh, you're saying your name's Sid. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know why he's, I don't know why he's actually. I think, I think it's because you're saying Dino Ranger instead of Dino Ranger. I think that's what it is. You, you have, you have the thing going where, um, uh, uh, Jim Cornette calls, um, calls Luchasaurus Dino instead of Dino. <laughs> um, but yeah, here's a couple. This, this actually, this is new. Um, these just came out on Amazon like within the last like few months, but they're like these giant figures. Like these are the original size, and like these are humongous. But yeah. I've got a couple of those laying around. Um, a couple other. Check this out, dude. Power Rangers Vintage from nineteen ninety five. Yamakas. <laughs> I'm done. You had Power Rangers Yamakas, dude. I tweeted these. Like two Christmases ago or two Hanukkahs ago, and um, and the Red Ranger immediately followed me, Austin St. John. Yeah, and um, the Blue Ranger commented like, "Where did you find these?" Like I don't know if he's Jewish or what, but he was like, "Dude, where did you find these?" <laughs> um, so um, so yeah, I have a vintage 1995 Power Ranger yarmulkes sitting oh, here. I love it. Um, <laughs> I've got a. I mean, I've got a lot of stuff. I'm not going to show it all because it'd take forever. I've got this. Uh, this is fairly new that I've gotten. This is also this is 1994. Is that like a mini arcade? And when you put money in it, it's like it like makes money. It like makes noise. And then when you take money out of it, it's like intruder, intruder. Like like someone's like because it's it's a bank. It's a arcade. Yeah, uh, piggy bank. Um, 
So, That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Got a little uh, White Ranger helmet here. I always keep that uh, around. And th these are kind of, these are newer. Um, these are like the Super Seven. Uh, like them, they come they come with like a really nice card on them. With like yeah. the picture. But I I, I unbox most of my stuff just in our room. But yeah, so I I I, I got some uh some green and white ranger stuff that i always keep um keep around me in my office and of course my my my, my weaponry um like yeah, so my dagger and my sword your dagger and your flute basically <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah so um yeah <clears throat> people were talking about the blue ranger um david yost he was apparently he was bullied because he, he came out as gay like way like way later on um and i get but i i think like they must have known or whatever and like it was you know it was fucking 90s and you know people were not cool about that like they are now uh, yeah. which is obviously very messed up we don't condone that at all but no. i'm 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 happy that um i'm happy that he like, he seems to be doing good now because like i i, I saw a couple years ago that J david yost if i remember correctly and i love there's power rangers fans in the chat like these, these people know what they're talking about i love this <laughs> um I think that he was trying to put together a script for like a new Power Rangers with like the original cast minus uh, Trina, who's who passed away years ago, the the original Yellow Ranger. But, um, but, but, but Dave. Oh, sorry. Like they are not. Well, it's gotten a lot better, Justin. But no, I know what you mean. I listen. We're me and SP three are are both very like we're allies here like we're you know my point was that things have gotten better but it is yes it, it isn't it isn't perfect no it's definitely um, not but perfect no, definitely but not perfect. It but is, things, it things have better. definitely gotten better since the 90s as far yeah as, like, people's opinions on exactly on, uh the lgbtq plus community like it's yeah absolutely gotten better since then but but yes that definitely not perfect still i'll i'll absolutely agree with that um but it really sucks but it, but it sucks that he was bullied as a, of course yeah. um but I had seen recently that he he I think he was trying to put together a script for like a new um like a new Power Rangers movie or something with like the originals. Oh, and I I mean I don't know how far along that got and I don't know if they could even do it without JDF. Um yeah. But uh but that's um yeah, it it dude what a bummer though, man. Like just the show is so good though like as far as like for our age but it sucks that uh since tommy's passed away it sucks that jason david frank has passed away um because they were going to be mentors from whatever yeah no that was see that's the thing is like my, my memory for power rangers gets so fuzzy after a certain point because yeah there are certain episodes i remember really well and certain villains i remember really well and i mean let's just be honest every episode of the power rangers was the same exact episode so like yeah. So it would start and it would be the kids, like the teens in like um school or yeah. Or at the their their version of the max. I almost called it the max <laughs> just now. Um and, and you know, there's some at, at some point bulk and skull walk brown brown and then we'll walk up and do something idiotic and you know they're like the I mean, they're they are they're the bulk and skull of, of Power Rangers. I mean, they are the the original just nitwits of this kind of stuff. But yeah. um, they also had their own figures that I thought was cool. They had like their like the little uh, little like plastic ones that didn't move. They had some bulk and skull ones back in the day. That's but funny. um, <laughs> kind of cool. But um, but so that's how the episodes would always start. It would just be them like in like their their like human form or whatever, some sort of conflict. 
um, Rita would would you send... hear Rita coming up with a plan. She'd yes. be like, like, I'm gonna send the putties down yes. there and bother the rangers. Right. Well, it would always initially be like, yeah, it would be like her with like, was it, was Finster the name of like the guy who would make the clay into yeah, the? Yeah, it was like it was like this uh, her sidekick. Uh, yeah, and then of course Goldar was name. like the main yeah. sidekick to her, and then Lord Zed wound up being like the like kind of like a bu- there became like a whole ranking pecking order of like villains, but like uh, my back to the point though, like so the this episode would always start like that. Like some sort of conflict. Rita would like, like decide on some sort of monster or something. They'd like beat up the, the monster in like it's small form and, or always beat up just a ton of putties. Like, I mean, yeah. And then eventually the putties would start exploding. If you hit them in the Z in the middle of the chest. Um, But, and then the power Rangers would, would loot. Well, actually this is what it would be. The Power Rangers would beat up a bunch of putties, and then the Power Rangers would lose a fight in their human form to like the monster, like at like regular size, and then they'd have to all morph together and defeat it as like once once the monster became humongous, they and would have to morph. They would play the theme song when that yes. happened. When they, they when they when they all combine their power, go go Power Ranger, and the whole fight scene would be the theme song. Yes, exactly. And of course, like before they would like suit up, you know, they'd have to, you know, you know it's morphin time. Oh uh, yeah, dude. So sick. Um <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to move around my office too much, but like I've got a I got a little morpher in here too. But like it's uh dude, yeah, and like Dragon Zord, you know what I mean? It was always like you know, just go, you know what I mean? Like every time you saw it, it was the same clip every time too. It wasn't yes, like some new yes. thing each week. No, they um, would play the same clip because <laughs> why would you do that clip over and over again in the script? No, just play the same clip. It's like it's like Jazz being thrown out the house and on Fresh Print. Just play oh. the same clip. You knew when yeah. Jazz wore that shirt, he was getting thrown out the house. And you know when the Rangers are morphing. It's still the same clip over and yes. over. Yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, so every episode was very formulaic. Um, it, the acting was not very good. Um, the fight scenes were very, very fake, but a lot of fun to watch as a kid. And all those things said, this show just ruled. Like if, if you were the right age, the music, it just got you so pumped. Like the go-go Power Rangers and like, I mean, this just hit you right in the in the 1990s if you were if you were you know less than 10 years old. I mean, even if you were older than that, I, I'm sure there were a lot of teenagers that were like into Power Rangers because it was just like there wasn't really anything like it. Like you know, yeah, you, you might have been into like pro wrestling, which was kind of similar in certain ways, but like MMA really wasn't around. And it's like so, and like you had action movies and stuff, but like to what be able to watch it every day after school. That, I think that was a big part of this too. Like every yeah. day, get home from school. And you had to watch your favorite superheroes just beating up bad guys. And on top of it, like, they're these cool teenagers you look up to. Like, I wanted to be just like Tommy Oliver. I had a big crush on Kimberly. Like, it was like, you know, yep. it was just just perfect for, for, it, for its time. And it was timeless. And like I said, I think a big reason why I, I like it so much as an adult still is because of the way that the Rangers, like JDF, and, and the rest of them, honestly, um, all, all the other Rangers that I've noticed, I, I, they they all have just really embraced it um, yeah. over the years, and they 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 love you know meeting the fans even to this day. Um, Ninjor was he that was that the giant blue ninja thing that like that was like after the movie 
Do you, do you remember I, I think, that? I think on the Ninja Power Rangers? Yeah, I think he was like a giant blue Zord-looking thing, if I remember correctly. I get really fuzzy when, after, once it gets past the movie. Yeah, yeah, it once it gets past next. the movie. That's why I was like, we should we should definitely talk about the movie, because that was yeah. a big thing. That, that, it made it, that made everybody realize how big the Power Rangers had got, is when they gave them a movie. Remember, uh, I think that might be the first time I remember hearing uh, another brick in the wall by Pink Floyd because there was like a, a scene in that movie, yes. where they that song's playing in the background, and it's like when they're like, I think, do they turn like the kids into zombies or something in the movie? I don't, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh, yeah, yeah, because uh, everybody, because it was uh, Ivan Ooze, Ivan Ooze gets there, all the kids are like, you see all the kids, or is it the adults? It, it's either the kids or the adults are like freaking zombies I think they all it was, walk, out, walk out their house at this i think it was the the adults actually because i just remember like someone getting possessed or something i just remember yeah. I, if I, unless i'm losing it and i just have it which is very possible like I, that i'm just it's been so stuff. long since i saw that that uh that movie but i i could have sworn like during that like you hear like the we don't need no education and they're like walking around like all zombified and stuff and i was like what a creepy song and like i didn't even know about pink floyd and i was you know, i was like I, i'm when did the movie come out 96 or something i mean 95 96 yeah. yeah so um but yeah no it was that was humongous i remember um i still to this day remember the commercials for the movie when they showed um they showed like testimonials like there was a commercial for it where it was like kids who had already seen the movie right outside the theater they got to see yeah. the sneak preview and they were like, it's the best movie I've seen in my life. And I remember turning to my parents and being like, I told you it was going to be the best movie ever. Like, I need to see this when it comes out. You know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't take me to, to wrestling because they wanted me to have nothing to do with pro wrestling for, the, for my whole life. And don't, <laughs> my, my dad didn't come around on me liking pro wrestling until like five years ago when he realized like how insanely into it. I, like, he started listening to some of my podcasts and he was like, dude, I had no idea like you were this knowledgeable about this like i just thought you were like for a big fan like i didn't realize you know it was the same kind of thing with, but with power rangers they let me see the movie they let me yeah. play the video games i had the video game on the sega genesis i had i had the game gear video game and that's another reason why the the green ranger storyline is so big to me because that was like the central thing of the game gear uh game is was that was the green ranger arc dude game gear i still have one of those lying around too man those things took like four double d batteries or Yo, something it's the biggest fucking battery <laughs> there was only like three four good games for it and power rangers was one of them yes yes um the only other the only one i remember like actually really playing was i think they like they pretty much like modded the original sonic onto that yeah um and it was like i could play like sonic on the go but you really couldn't because like i pretty much had to keep it plugged in or else it would die the battery would die um but anyway, I know I, that that's very true. Like, because I remember the Power Rangers games from the yeah from the Game Gear from the Genesis, and they also had them on the Super Nintendo. They had like different kind of different versions of Power Rangers games on each platform, which was which yeah. once again just speaks to how popular they were. They were on every platform. Um, their 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 IP was was uh was licensed out everywhere. Um, the, but yeah, the movie the movie was huge. Um. And it was also, like I said, it was kind of the turning point because, like, at that point, I think the Black Ranger had been replaced, the Green, the, the yeah. Red Ranger had been replaced, 
Uh, I think the didn't the Yellow Ranger the Yellow get replaced? Ranger replaced it, it was uh, she got replaced by a black girl. Yeah. Now I, the original of... Black Ranger was the Ranger that I loved. That was the original yes. Ranger that I loved because I was only, like I said, five six years old. It was very rare that you saw black characters be so integral to a white a white group, especially like doing karate and all that, saving the world. So I related to to Zach, but going back and watching it. They definitely made him a token. I will well, say that. That was my <laughs> next question, actually. Because he also, like, he was, like, a break dancer and stuff, which doesn't necessarily make you token, but, like, it was, like, some, there were definitely some stereotypes there. It was, like, it was, yeah. it was the dialogue that they gave him. It was the dialogue that they gave him, the, the little tropes that was very, you know, about black characters in the 90s. See, I'd have to watch it now to pick up. I would have never, yeah, obviously. Yeah, you would, you, you definitely pick on, but, pick up more on it as an adult watching as a kid it's just like oh um, i relate to him he looked like me i relate to him but i will say a, a credit to how popular tommy was tommy was the first ranger that made me be like oh maybe i'll pick him uh instead of oh. the black ranger instead of the one that looks like me i think he's cooler so i want to be the green ranger now well and, and this is something that i wanted to ask you about like in i see some stuff in the chat now kind of along the same lines like there definitely was something to that, right? Like, I mean, like the Black Ranger was black, the Yellow Ranger was Asian, the Pink Ranger was like the white girl. You know what I mean? It just kind of yeah. like it kind of felt like they, it felt kind of deliberate that they had done that. And like, obviously, like looking back now, as an adult, I'm like, that's kind of weird that they did that. But yeah. like, as a kid, once again, this is there's no way as a five year old me I could have ever picked up on something like that. Oh ever, no! You know oh I mean? no! I didn't get it until like years later, until my teenage years. I was like, yeah, that was kind of. When racist. I think Austin St. John, the the Red Ranger, might also be like part Native American. Yeah, so that that like, was another so thing. That was like, like I found out that too, and I was like, yeah, this is all around pretty racist. Um, yeah. Uh, but also I wanted to mention that uh, I thought that. Uh, you know, Zach and Kimberly were going to be huge stars outside of Power Rangers. So they were getting a lot of like different shows and movies around that time. Like immediately after leaving Power Rangers, Zach was on uh, Space 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 Cases on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Then then years later, he wound up on the last season of Moesha. He was a part of this, uh, this rap group with Ray J's character over there. So he was in a bunch of different things. He was in Brink, too. Yeah, I forgot that. He was in Brink as well. Like, I thought that he was going to be, you know, one of those Disney actors. He was in a lot of, like, Disney and Nickelodeon stuff. So I was like, oh, he's going to be good with work. And then after, like, the 90s ended, I never really saw him again outside of that one, like, couple of episodes of Moesha in the last season. So that was it. And then Kimberly, I saw her immediately after in Suzy Q, which is still one of my favorite Disney Channel movies. Of That's all right. time, oh, where she that. dies and then comes back, <laughs> like that—that's one of my favorite Disney Channel movies, Susie Q. And I would see her come up on like different shows and stuff. And she had just this like pretty face, like you could see, like. And a lot of people still talk about their crush for like Kimberly, the you yeah. know the Pink Ranger. You would think that she would have wound up like one of these like big like actresses getting a lot of work afterwards, but she never really got anything. I think, you know, I think especially back then, for whatever reason, I could be totally wrong about this, but like, I think that when you're younger, especially, and you are known 
specifically for a certain character, it's hard to get past that, especially when it was look, the 90s. Look at all the shows we talk <clears throat> about. Like, we yeah. talked about Saved by the Bell. Look at all those actresses and actors. Steve like, Urkel. Like, that guy yeah. was a great actor, Jaleel White. But it's Jaleel. like, everyone just thought he was Urkel. You know, it was just exactly. like... Exactly, and he, he they got they they became a parody of themselves to the point that yeah he could never play anything outside of Urkel. Screech could never play anything outside of Screech. Not even like the the over the top nerdy goofy characters like someone like uh you know Zach from from Saved by the Bell. He didn't really do anything after Saved by the it's Bell. It's taking for a until while. now. It's yeah, like twenty years later, the nostalgia like wave is like now you can like do that again. It's crazy. Like exactly. Keenan and Kel is like trying to do good burger and stuff it's like it's like yeah. this now it's like now it's become cool again like urkel's out there promoting fucking urkel weed you know what i mean yes, like yeah you know like because he's I feel, I feel now. like you since you mentioned him i feel like keenan is like the exception to this rule well no no like, Kenan, because he stayed relevant so like yeah yeah no but yeah. i'm saying but, I, but i'm like thinking about all the shows all these 90 shows that we love that we talk about and we, you know, we, we still have nostalgia for years later. And now a lot of these people are coming back. Keenan is the exception because he's always been here. Like right. he, he, he took his success from like Nickelodeon, transitioned it into, you know, the Mighty Ducks, became a comedian, would wind up on different shows and then winded up on Saturday Night Live. And then he's just been good riding off of that wave. So he's kind of the exception to the rule. But I do think it's kind of like, I feel like the first group of the Power Rangers, they probably ha should have had one or two people that had more success. But I would say out of that first group, the ones that did have, just a, a a marginal of success was Kimberly and Zach. Yes. Well, and also like I felt if this show was was like at its peak and it worked like really well, like now with the same cast, like <clears throat> the Blue Ranger would be seen as like this this big like beacon of like LGBTQ plus like support. You know what I mean? Like the Black Ranger would would be like probably in like all forms of media because like the guy was clearly super talented and he'd probably be like, like all these guys would be like huge on social media and like yeah. today's day and age like like tommy would have probably been an, an action hero in like big movies after power rangers and stuff like all of them like kimberly like you said trini all all of them they, like they they were <laughs> super talented super likable super relatable and it was like they were um you know who i thought was going to be the biggest star by the way of that whole era of like kids stuff that didn't do anything was Josh Server from all that? I thought he was the oh, funniest. Seaver, yeah, Josh Seaver. Yeah, was that his name, Josh Server? I thought I think it was Seaver. But he was like the kid who was like like the Pizza clear, face. huh? Pizza face. Yeah, he was. Yes, yes, he was the <laughs> ear boy. He was like he was like the clear, the clear like Jim Carrey ripoff. Yeah, like but he like was, Jim Carrey was humongous then. Basically, if you go back and watch all that, and then you watch A Living Color. You realize that all that was the kids' version of the Living Color. So they, Very true. even in the the casting, they casted it in a way that resembled in Living Color. And Josh Seaver was Jim Jim Carrey in that sense. Yeah, that actually makes complete sense. Um, one of the funny, dude, I remember in Living Color when uh, Jim Carrey did the the Snow Informer parody. Do you ever see that? He called the Imposter. I think is what he called. It. it was so funny, dude. Oh, so funny, Jim Carrey. It, but that was a whole different style of comedy back then that like once again another moment in time like jim carrey stayed you know he, everyone knows who jim carrey is to this day but like at one point around the same time we're talking about now with power rangers there was like dumb and dumber 
the mask in East Ventura all in Yo, one year. He was in every <laughs> movie for like a three-year period. You couldn't go three months without seeing a Jim Carrey movie. Like you said, mask, uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, Cable Guy, Liar Liar. All of those came out within like a three-year stretch. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. So um, so yeah, but I'm with you. Like I, that's a good point you bring up about like it is, it is. It's surprising that like these kids from the Power Rangers didn't weren't bigger outside of it, but I think because of the time, that's just how it was. I feel like kind of in the '90s because now they'd be like these big like social media stars, so like they would have all these other options. I feel like outside of it, and people, I also it's almost kind of like the early days of YouTube where fans would get like upset if they realized you were playing a character, and it's like it's like I think that sometimes like in the '90s it's just like. I loved you as um, as Zach from the Power Rangers, and you're just always going to be Zach from the Power Rangers. Like, no matter what you yeah. do, you, to me, you were Zach from the Power Rangers. Now I feel like that's changed um, in a lot of ways. Um, so, um, because once again, we talked about it with so many others. It happened to Macaulay Culkin. It happened to Jaleel Light. It happened, it happened to so many of these, especially the teenage to, to child age people that you remember as these cute little kids. Um, and then the next thing you know, like they're adults and like, you know, you just, you move on to the next cute little kid in the movies or whatever, you know? That's just how it works. It's messed up. Yeah, it is. That's why people up. wind up like Aaron Carter, RIP. You know what I mean? It's like, it's 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 that kind of pattern of like taking advantage of kids and then like messing with their heads. And then like, you know, they become adults and you throw them away and stop, stop caring about them at all. And then they don't know what to do. And then, you know, I'm not saying like Aaron Carter specifically is the best example of this, but I do, I do feel very, very bad for him. Um, what, what's happened, you know, I, that guy definitely didn't deserve to die. And I feel like a lot of people kind of drove him to that. Um, A lot of it was himself, but like a lot of it is like, how much can you blame a guy who like these people were talking about when you're, when you're ultra famous at eight years old and like you're surrounded by adults and drugs and money and your parents are taking all, all of your money from you. And by the time you're an adult, you have nothing to your name and, and no one wants anything to do with you. And you're not, not only are you broke, you're in debt. And, 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 the pressure it must take for somebody like the Power Rangers or an Aaron Carter type person, like think about this. These people's parents would like corner them and be like, you know, if you don't do this movie or you don't write this song, like none of your brothers or sisters are going to get Christmas presents. Like, they're not like, going to eat. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying like, well, no, of course. I mean, that's even more, but that's, that's the kind of pressure they're putting on these kids. And like, and that's, and in the nineties, it was way worse because there wasn't stuff yeah. to protect the kids and the teenagers. So like, for all we fucking know, like the Black Ranger didn't see any of that fucking money. You know what I mean? Like we have no, no idea. So like um, now there's actually things in place to where these kids get the money at a certain age and the parents can only take a small percentage of it, like 10 or 15% versus like before they would just take all of it. Um, yeah. So um, you, so hear I that, you hear that so often with the with the child actors, and then you had the whole situation with Britney Spears and her dad. So yeah, it's getting getting more and more attention. That I, you know, I would like to learn more about what the these like the original cast members went through. I can only um, I can only imagine, and I think Caden made a point in the chat is that the reason why they would always like overturn the cast is because probably these actors would become known and want more money. So they'd be like, oh no, 
Let's get yeah. rid of all of them and then replace it with a whole bunch of actors who are no names, yeah. so we don't have to pay them. We can still pay peanuts to these actors because it's the Power Rangers name. It's basically what WWE has done, where the right. WWE name is the biggest star of the company. I think Power Rangers was the same way. They didn't want anybody really. Tommy was kind of the exception to the rule that just kept coming back. Billy was also kind of there as, you know, you know, helping Zordon and stuff. So he became pretty big. But kind of like the, the screech in new class. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Very much so. Billy, Billy is the screech to Tommy Zach. Yes. I would yeah. say that. I would say that is. Well, I'm saying, but like in same as all the new class. No, but yeah, 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 yeah. Around. How he was the yeah. the assistant principal. Yeah, that's what Billy was for Zordon. He was the assistant Zordon. He was the yes. human form. You know, he yeah. was the he was the human uh, uh, alpha. Oh, <laughs> alpha. We haven't talked about alpha Zordon legend. Exactly. We um, haven't yet. So the creepy Zordon face. Um, but uh. But thank you, Caden, for bringing that up, because from what I understand and the little bit of research I've done over the years about this stuff, um, that sounds like exactly what happened as far as the turnover for the Power Rangers, um, especially around the time the movie was going to happen. And that's why I think you saw a change like right before the movie. And I, I even remember there was like the last season, I think, before the movie there like a couple of the, the OG Rangers were like only in like a couple of the episodes, like, yeah. cause they clearly like looking back on it, it's like, Oh, they were in contract negotiations. Like that's clearly what was going on. <clears throat> and so like they passed their powers over. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go back and watch that. Cause I, you, you peep that type of stuff when you learn the information and then you go back and watch it. Cause I did something similar with like researching Saved by the Bell before we did that episode and went back and watched it. And you can tell the point in which Kelly and Jesse are going through contract negotiation. And that's when Tori comes in to Saved by the Bell. So the, yes. I was like, I was like re-watching it after knowing the story is a lot different. So after knowing this about, you know, the Power Rangers, I do want to watch that season just before the movie to see how they make the transition from, you know, Trina to Aisha, the new Black Ranger, all that stuff. Yes, yes. So that's, I'm I'm glad that that was brought up because you know, that's um, that that just kind of speaks to our, our our whole point about some of this stuff. Like, and for all we know, I'm not I'm it's reckless speculation. I'm not gonna, but like, that might have something to do with some of these actors and actresses not making it bigger because you never know how it works in Hollywood. You know what I mean? They might have been like, you know, Austin St. John fucking big league me when i was you know he was you know on power rangers and i replaced him so don't hire him for this role like they might know somebody you yeah. know what i mean like you know you just i i don't put anything past hollywood you, like knowing it, the stuff we know nowadays especially if you lose the job like you're not making the choice you lose the job that ruins your reputation look at look at um uh janet dubois or i think no uh what's her name from uh the 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 original aunt viv uh, her career oh. was done. You you saw that in the reunion where she talked about it when she when they when she had her whole contract negotiations and she was fired from that role. It basically ruined her life. Blacklisted, and like, blacklisted she, from being she, able to work anywhere else. Yeah, she had a lot of resentment towards Will for that in in that situation. So I would love to find out like well, you know the the kid side to you know the the company that is in control of Power Rangers and everything and how the conditions was for them during those years dude i mean i will i absolutely can't guarantee anything but i will i mean i can reach out to some of the original power rangers like like they're not like that hard to get in touch with like yeah. i don't know if they'll respond or not but like 
like I said, I know the, the Red Ranger follows me. I know I could DM him, but I think he's dealing with some legal stuff at the moment. Um, I think he was like, I don't want to speculate because I don't know enough about it, but I saw his name in the news not that long ago and it had to do with some sort of money, something or other. And I was like, ah, oh, that doesn't look good. <laughs> um, but, um, like the, I'm going to hit the Blue Ranger. I'm like, hey man, remember my Yamaka? Like, <laughs> you come, do you want to come talk about it? <laughs> Let's talk about the yarmulke and the working conditions being on the Power Rangers. Let's talk about it live on air. Dude, this would be interesting. I mean, I wouldn't want to ask now, like Austin St. John, be like, hey, what beef between you and JDF? Because, like, yeah. you know, now obviously wouldn't be the best time to ask about that. But, like, um, I'm sure there was, like, some sort of resentment in some way because, like, Austin St. John was the leader when the show started and, like, the clearly became tommy's crew once he got there yeah. um so slowly, i don't know if that was only but surely they made that transition yeah they, they tried for a while to make it seem like kind of co-captains but then yeah. like it clearly it was tommy especially once he came back as a, as the white ranger and it was like oh he has like more powers than all like oh oh the, I mean, even the green ranger oh the dragon zord is equal to the entire megazord just the one zord is as good as the entire okay yeah, like, he's definitely the leader, y'all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Only, oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's, 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 he's making he's the final save. Oh, okay, yeah, he's, he's the leader. He's making the yeah. final save for everything. Because I, yeah. I, I think in the early years before Tommy came, weren't they teasing, like, Jason and Kimberly? Had yes, I think Jason got just totally just boxed out. Like, like I said, like, not only was he the leader of the crew, he was with Kimberly. So it's like, you are the leader, dude. Like, you got the girl they were all trying to get. Like, like, like you're the coolest one. You're the best at martial arts. They would always see him in like the, in like the little teen center or whatever. He'd always be like in yeah. the heavy bag, like in between like saving the world and stuff. Um, <laughs> He's like, um, I gotta get my, gotta get my workout in. See, I'm sure. Thank you, Caden. I, I so they they outright said it at some point that he's the new leader yeah. of the Power Rangers. And see, that's gotta hurt someone like like the Red Ranger. Be like, it's like uh. And I, and I don't know what their relationship was like later, because I think I, I think they probably were friendly by now, I would hope, 20 years later, 25 years later. But like, it's kind of like a uh, a Woody Buzz Lightyear Toy Story type scenario. It's yeah. like, the strange things are happening to me. And like the girls walking away with Tommy instead of you. And like they're <laughs> handing the leadership over to, Jay, to, to Tommy. And Kimberly is Zordon or Andy in this situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so yeah, and yeah, Zordon. Zordon is yeah, he's traded in his cowboy hat for a spacesuit and uh and and Tommy and Tommy is the new the new favorite. Um so uh <laughs> that's so funny. That's so stupid, these comparisons I'm making, but um it's so hilarious, but it works. I felt the same way the other day. <laughs> I was I was rearranging some of the stuff in my office. And I was like moving some of my AEW stuff off to the side to replace with some of my newer WWE stuff. And I was like new Cody stuff. And I was like, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm like looking at like my AEW Cody and like my like my like my WWE Cody stuff. Like, he's like, he's like, I'm turning on myself, y'all. Yeah. Oh no. Like I'm buying like all these WWE elites again recently. They're the ultimates. Ultimates are so good, dude. Like, am, like, am I gonna be an e drone? Am I gonna be defending them on Twitter? <laughs> yeah oh no see i need to make sure that i'm very pro aew and anti-wwe when i'm tweeting but i will continue to buy WWE. i mean dude i like i like just bought this you know what i mean like i'm still out there supporting you know what i mean like but um i might not watch sorry i might not watch the show hardly ever um but 
you know, it's just funny because it's like it was the same kind of thing. I, I caught myself in like an Andy type situation where I'm like, you know, I'm like looking at my two toys where I'm like, which one, which one do I display? You know, I, I, I love AEW, but this new WWE is, is kind of getting my interest. You know, it's like, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anything else that we want to mention about uh, Tommy Oliver, Jason David Frank, or the Power Rangers? So I do want to touch really quickly on Zordon a little bit more on Alpha. Um, I figure we can go for about another 15 minutes. That'd probably be a good, yeah. good time at 11 a.m. Eastern to wrap up. Um, someone clue me in. So there was like an actual arc, I think, with Zordon, where like I think you, he's eventually shown as a human, I think. Was that in the movie, maybe? Oh, what, maybe. I can't remember. What, the second movie or... I don't remember. So, like, I, I, full disclosure, I never saw the like 2017 Power Rangers that that came out because it didn't look like it was. I can tell it was clearly based on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but it didn't look like it was actually. It seemed like they were just using like, yeah, the characters. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I never, never watched that that 2017. Me either. So, okay, here's Jeremy. Jeremy, welcome. Jeremy, um, how are okay. you? Different I mean, set just, and everything. Look at this guy. I, I'm I'm hiding out in one of the kids' room right now because, yeah, I let the let the kids use my all my gadgets and toys and stuff, and then I feel bad when I kick them off. So I was just like, yeah, I'll hide out, hide out one of their rooms and pop in and say hi. I'm not gonna be able to stay too long, but hi everybody. Hey Jeremy, what are your some some of your memories of um the Green Ranger, White Ranger, Tommy Oliver, Jason David Frank, Power Rangers in general? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit on Spotlight yesterday, but just that whole storyline where he started off as the, the bad guy and then they became friends and he became like the central figure in that entire like arc and series and everything and became like the Power Ranger that everybody wanted to be everything. And kind of like I mentioned yesterday on the show of like he had that like instructional karate video that I used to watch all the time <laughs> so as awesome. a kid, which is when I thought of that yesterday, I was like, oh man, yeah, I used to just come home after school, just put that on and do the moves and stuff. But yeah, he really was like Power Rangers when for that whole storyline. So that's my, my biggest memory is like, I associate Power Rangers with him because that that whole thing, I think like really just captivated the, the entire audience and, and kind of our generation. Like if you watched Power Rangers, or if you knew of Power Rangers, you knew of that storyline. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, we me and SPT talked about it at the top of the show too. Like we talked about it a little on the spotlight, like you said, but like if you were, I, I think if you're currently like 30 to 40 years old, like this was massive for you. Like this, like this moment in time of like the night, the mid 1990s, yeah. You might be a little older, a little younger <clears throat> and still get it. But like, if you're not like in our pocket, it's like, it's really hard to understand like how huge this was. I remember as a matter of fact, there was years ago, this was probably back in like, you know, 95 or whatever. I remember there was like some sort of Power Rangers, <clears throat> like uh, like convention or meet and greet or something was going down. And the line, like it bled out into the, to the like there was, backups on like the highway for like miles because people like once again this is the 1990s like this there was no social media to like you they, they weren't accessible like so it was like wait the power rangers are in my town i have a chance to go meet them you had to go drive to go try to meet them in person and 
I remember this thing on the news where it was like helicopters flying over and being like, nobody even attempt to get on the highway today. Um, there was massive blockups for miles. Um, the power ranges are in town. That's what's going on. It was just like, that's how big it was. Like it would cause cities to shut down if the power rangers were around in the 90s it's crazy yeah that's how popular they were it was like a craze that kind of swept the nation but like jeremy jeremy said and like we said earlier kind of like the green ranger storyline was the thing that kind of made it water cooler talk it made it it made it you had to be watching you had to rush home to watch the next part of that five-part green with evil series well, and they also, I mean, I remember that all, they all came out on VHS tape, that series, yeah, that so too. like each episode. And I remember there was never the, I re, this is how vivid I remember these kind of things. I remember learning how to read the word continued because of the Power Rangers. <laughs> because I remember it would pop up on the screen there would be cliffhanger episodes that would say to be continued. Yeah. And I didn't know what that, I couldn't read it. I was like five. And I was like, and I remember having to like ask my parents, like what this meant, because it would show up on multiple episodes. I never knew what it meant. I was like, to be, to be contuned. I didn't know how to say, it. I didn't know what it was. So like, I love it. so I remember eventually asking them that in an episode, I was like, what's this mean? Like it keeps popping up on some of the episodes. And they're like, that says to be continued. And I was like, Oh, that's always why the next one is like, a. it's about the one before. So once I realized that, <laughs> I remember if there was ever an episode that ended to be continued on my bus ride home from school that day, me and all the kids would get together on like the bus. And we'd be like, the second half of the episode from yesterday is going to be on when we get home. You know what I mean? It was always a big deal getting home in time for the Power Rangers, but to be continued. I literally learned the word continued, <laughs> how to read that because of the Power Rangers. Love I, I remember. I mean, first off, that's fascinating that Power Rangers <laughs> has taught Steven Jensen how to read. Um, I do remember like taping those episodes and then watching them when I got home from school and everything. And I think one time my my dad had accidentally taped over one of them and I was very heated at him. I was yeah. about to put my karate tapes to use because it, this wasn't the green this wasn't the Green Ranger story. That had already aired and everything by this point. But yeah, I was about to put my karate tapes to use because he taped over one of my Power Rangers episodes and I was about to, you know, roundhouse kick him in the face and everything. So Yeah. But yeah, the, the I'm sure like I I mean I know the Power Rangers wasn't like the first, you know, series to do like a to be continued type thing, but for a lot of us like because it aired right after we got home from school and stuff for a lot, like that was the first kind of thing we remember of like, Oh, this is like episode arc type thing right now. And this is the first time we're seeing like multi-part episodes, multi-part stories, uh, you know, in, in television shows, because we, we didn't, you know, we didn't watch television in the eighties cause we were just babies and everything in early nineties and stuff. Maybe our memory isn't that great, but we're all around the same age. So coming home from school, it's like, I can't wait to see what happened from last week. And the to be continued stuff, like Jensen said, he learned how to read continued from, <laughs> from the show. Yes. Power, and, Power Rangers educational. So yeah. And the format with it coming out like every weekday, it was very reminiscent of soap operas. That's yeah, what yeah. that's what it really was for us as kids. It was a kids-based soap opera, so it made it kind of like that appointment television that you had to be at your TV 
after school. The the movie was such a big thing. Uh, oh, I wanted yeah. to ask Jeremy because we kind of told we kind of told each other like when our fandom of the Power Rangers kind of faded. Where did it fade for you? Uh, I can't give you like an exact like time or date. It was probably after just like the original stuff. Like I, I see Caden asking about uh Astronema and like I had to Google that. I don't know what an Astronema is. <laughs> like once they got into all the spin-offs and stuff, I'm like, eh, yeah, that's I'm just I'm not into so for into us it was like stuff. the movie and like right a little right after the movie, like yeah, the Ninja Power Ranger, and then like it feels it feels like Didn't all of us of kind of bailed right around that same yeah. time. Because yeah. what yeah. mostly three was saying around that same time, Pokemon started popping off, like yeah. big, like obviously a lot of stuff in wrestling. The NWO is like happening. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know, when like, wrestling <laughs> really pop because if we if we were right with the movie coming, I think someone could check when the movie came out. Like, like 95 96 that's when 96 is when wrestling really got interesting for both uh, all three major major promotions at that time so i'm paying attention to that i got pokemon over here i was just getting into sports michael jordan just came back to the bulls nba was interesting so i had my attention in so many different places it made it very easy for it to kind of fade with the power rangers for me yeah I, 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 this is my this is a comment of the year by the way Thank you, Caden. Because <laughs> there's, there's there's a decent chance JDF was my gateway to being gay. There you go, dude. I'll tell you what. Um, when I was growing up, I had absolute man crushes on Jason David Frank and Shawn Michaels. Like I, I wanted to be both of them so bad. Um, Axl Rose as well from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> those were those were like my three dudes. Um, so no, I hear you. I never, I never, I know, uh, I uh. <laughs> It, it never i guess it never got farther than like me wanting to be them but it's one of those things where yeah. it's like man i uh shot michael's I, I, I a good looking it. man I get it. dude they, dude they were dude because that's the thing like jason david frank great looking guy with the big my biggest crush kimberly exactly could fight like you know, like like I'm my like favorite that. color. CM Punk can't know, fight. We, we, we've already we've already, <laughs> we already, we, all that. We're already dragged him for for the CM Punk F- favorite color is green. You know what I mean? This guy checked every box for me, like every single box. I was like, I want to be if I could be this guy, like that would be I'd be so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, and that felt the same way about Shawn Michaels. The funny thing about Shawn Michaels is the way that he's aged. It's like so wild to be seeing yeah. what he looks like now. Um, versus then, but like, um, Jason David Frank always like kind of he seemed like he was still in like really good shape. Um, people call him long haired stud, he, even with the short hair, he was like a good looking dude, man. It was just, man, uh, it really, really was like, I, we are not alone there. There's a whole generation of people that like we all wanted to be like Tommy Oliver, yeah. Like, that was he was yeah. badass, he was, he was the man. And when we, me and SP3 were talking about it before. We think it might be kind of a product of just like being the '90s and getting typecasted, like kind of like a Steve Urkel or like a, you know, a uh, um, like a like a Screech type scenario. But like, would you would you do you think that's kind of why like none of the these Power Rangers like were really bigger outside the show? Because it feels like Jason, if this was happening now with like social media and like they were like big on like Instagram or whatever nowadays, guys like Jason David Frank and women like you know. Uh, um, was it Amy Jo? Um, Amy Joe Johnson. Yeah, Amy Joe Johnson. Johnson. Like they would be like really big in things like outside of Power Rangers, where it feels like in the '90s, like they kind of never did anything outside of Power Rangers. If that makes sense. Yeah, it was. I, I think for a lot of people in the '90s, like they didn't go on to. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty who had success, but a lot of these TV shows, they were just like 
in that one little area. I mean, we, we're all said by the Bell fans. Uh, Screech was definitely like a typecasting, yeah. but like even nobody from them broke out. Like you kind of would think they would would break out. Like Tiffany Amber Thiessen did like a couple of shots on movies and TV Nine shows. But, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we all thought like you know looking back like she should have been like the biggest thing in the world because yeah. you know us as horny little teenagers and stuff she, we're was like, basically the pink range, she was basically the pink ranger equivalent of like like she was everyone's first crush like if it wasn't yeah. the pink ranger it was like kimberly or it was either it was either kelly. kimberly kelly or topanga yeah, yes, boy meets world like none of them went on to like they, yeah. they 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 all like had some success in, in various areas and stuff but i don't think any of them really went on to just be this like major and thing that we all with, thought they probably were going to be at the time mario lopez is the best example he had the yeah, staying power yeah. and stuff and mark paul gosler had yeah. some nice little roles and stuff but but he yeah. never got the success that everybody he was, thought he was. <coughs> he was right like a 90s icon but i agree with you with like boy meets world i've been uh researching them uh as of late and uh ben savage didn't even act after uh boy meets world because he was on yeah. there from 12 years old for eight years until adulthood he's 19 20 years old dude went like a decade without even acting so yeah. like a lot of those people and a lot of the older actors were kind of aged out and they had their they had their role to kind of put their career on danielle fischel she did more of like uh writing and directing and producing uh real fredell is actually the most successful one from boy meets world because he did a lot of voice acting but not even right. you know or you know live action stuff none of those None of those people did that. We said the same thing with the Power Rangers, except that Zach and uh, Kimberly, they got success like immediately after, but then that faded. Like Zach was right. on Space Cases on Nickelodeon. Uh, Kimberly was on Suzy Q. I still say it. One of the best Disney Channel movies of all time. We'll, we'll have to do a whole episode at some point on just Disney Channel original movies here because yes. I think that Johnny Tsunami still holds up to this day is one of the best movies of all time. I think Brink still. I, I watched oh, Brink recently. Brink still That's still, rules. It still rules. rules. It still yeah. rules. And that has yeah. that extra level of like spike from Little Giants is yeah. is in that. So it's kind of and like Zach's double in that. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's right. And Zach, of course, the, the Black Ranger is in that as well. Um, but yeah, no, you're you were right. I mean, so many of these. But that's a really good point though about like uh like Boy Meets World and stuff. Any of these shows where the <laughs> where the kids are growing up like throughout the series and it's a long running show. It's kind of hard for them to really do anything outside that show. Cause they're committed to being on this one thing for so long. And then they get known as just that thing. And it's hard for them to be any seen as anything else. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like Ryder strong, another good example from boy meets world. Yeah. Like he's, he's another one who I thought was going to be like way bigger than he wound up being. Um, but here's the thing it seems like these people are doing well just like behind the scenes or doing voice yeah. acting and stuff so like yeah. that's that's good to know mario lopez of course he's he's stayed relevant throughout the years that man was on the thanksgiving parade yesterday with his daughter some high case of nepotism just bringing his daughter uh -huh. on these floats and everything this man, this man is just like the the host of everything he yeah. does <laughs> he really is hosting everything he and... really is he hasn't aged like a day either. no no, that's the other great thing. Like, he hasn't aged at all. So it's still AC Slater. Yeah. 100%. The amount of steroids he had to have been doing while on that show, though. <laughs> like, his, like, seriously, like, he was so big on Saved by the Bell. And then, like, he's just, like, an average. I mean, he's in good shape. I know he boxes and stuff. Like, I'm not taking anything away. Like, I think Mario Lopez is, like, an actual badass. But, like, 
he's so much smaller now than like when he was in like a high schooler in Saved by the Bell. It's just kind of funny to to see that because if, if you've never seen Saved by the Bell, look at what AC Slater looks like in that in that show. He is, and plus he's got like the Jerry Curl mullet going and stuff. And he's just looks like he's like Scott Steiner, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yes, he is. He, he's like young Scott Steiner with the Steiner brothers. Absolutely. <laughs> I hear the kids yelling about something, so I'm very afraid about what I'm going to walk into. But uh, So I'm going to go make sure everything is okay out there. Guys, thank you guys. Thank you guys for all your hard work. Hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving. Yes. I'll talk to you guys next week. I'll see you on Thursday, Jensen at SB3. I'll see you on Tuesday. Uh, Bye. Tuesday Tuesday for Jameson. Oh, yeah. I'll see. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you then. But Thursday, main show. Yes, we will have. Jensen, I hope you survive on Sunday. Uh, Yeah. I got... I got six people messaging me now. So another person, they took time out of their Thanksgiving to message me and said, I'm going to beat the shit out of Steven Jensen for you. I said, mm. I appreciate that. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Uh, so six people, watch your back on Sunday. All right. All right. I'm ready. Bye, everybody. See you, dude. Peace, dude. Yeah, I'm doing uh, I'm doing some commentary for um, the company called CD. Uh, I always get to mess up. CDW, Championship District Wrestling here out of Atlanta. Nice. And uh, yeah, Jeremy's been saying he's been he's been contacting some people to to jump me at the show, um, but yeah, it's probably pretty good a pretty good time to start wrapping up. Um, any other um, any other thoughts you want to throw out there? I, well, I want to I want to say this real quick. I did not know until just now. I was looking through the chat. I think it was Caden who said it. I missed it. That was a little bit higher up, but um. I guess Zordon was the original Green Ranger, and they, they explained that at some... Oh, sorry, the original uh, Red Ranger, and they explained that at some point. They explained um, that in the new movie, I think he said. The new so. Movie. so there's a lot of Power Ranger lore that I'm very, very behind on that I am interested in knowing. Um, yeah. So I um, I actually, today, I probably will spend some time watching some of the original show, um, hitting my bongos, as Matt Riddle would say, and, uh, and, and watching some Power Rangers today um and just have a good time a little, little nostalgia and and some fond memories of jason david frank i fucking hate this guy has passed away it yeah. really 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 bothers me um and here's the thing if you need help if you feel helpless like i can't get in your own minds and sometimes it just is what it is i just don't know what else to say like i you know but like please reach out for help like people care yeah. about you no matter if you believe it or not, like someone out there does care. I've said it before. I said it on the spotlight. George Jeremy did on Thursday. If you, even if it, you, know, you want to reach out to me, something's going on. Like I I'm always willing to listen and help. Like I, you know, any, any time, no matter who you are. Like, so um, even someone like Jason David Frank, who clearly had so much love around him and so many fans, you know, it was the mental health is, is a motherfucker. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, I, I, I I hate 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 that this has happened. Um, and there's a whole generation of kids that it feels like we lost. I mean, I shouldn't say it feels like we lost one of our heroes. Um, when Jason David Frank passed away, so um, I'm I'm gonna ju- be a, just as big as a fan as I ever was. I'm gonna keep buying my Green Ranger stuff, my White Ranger stuff, and keep building my collection and uh, <laughs> keep supporting the guy and keep, keeping his name out there in a positive light. Um, because like I said, he meant so much to us in our generation. Um, he really is one of my heroes and he was a true martial artist. I want to really get that across. Like th- this wasn't some, once again, some bullshit, Steven Seagal, like, like pretend fighter, like actor celebrity type thing. Like 
he he was a true true martial artist who deserves a ton of respect for for what he accomplished in that world and in his own disciplines and, and stuff that he's that he's created and and, the, and how many people he's helped along the way for for you know almost three decades you know so it's like i don't know how how old he was when he passed but i know he'd been out in the public eye for like three decades so like um so yeah that's the last thing i guess i'll kind of say about about that is rest in peace jason david frank go go power rangers i uh i hate that this has happened but i uh i hate that i never got to meet the guy but he really uh he really meant a lot to my life and he still does he still will as long as the power rangers have toys that i can buy and i can watch their shows every now and then that'll always be a part of my life in some way shape or form so Absolutely. Uh, my final remarks is I hope that throughout the uh, past hour and a half, you kind of understand how big the Power Rangers were for the 90s. And uh, it's still big to this day. Like there's kids that you know, there's another generation of Power Rangers fans, you know, someone like Caden in the chat, who's, you know, uh, at least a decade and a half younger than me and Jensen. He loves it. And he's watched more of the new Newer generation of stuff so awesome. different generations have fell in love with the power with the power rangers and different generations appreciate what jason david frank has been able to give us as fans like he is he is uh, definitely the goat power ranger yes. the greatest power ranger of all time and uh, a very skilled individual a very genuinely nice person from all accounts he is a a bona fide icon of television of you know the power rangers of everything so you know he's going to be sorely missed by all of his fans definitely his friends and his family but as one of his friends i just want to say jason david frank thank you thank you for everything that you were able to give us as fans yes absolute bona fide legend go to power rangers um <clears throat> i'm not even joking when i say this i will probably get some sort of green slash white ranger uh inspired tattoo at some point like i thought nice. about it i think i'm gonna get like a little dagger and a saba sword like somewhere on me um my kind of the ones that i, I need to get are the uh i, I have some that i need to cover because like i got some tattoos when i was younger that just i just don't care about anymore unfortunately <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm just 20, but like, uh, I, I, uh, not anything like that, just stuff I just don't really care about anymore. Um, but I need to get a, uh, I got to get a Cody Rhodes American Nightmare tattoo that's definitely going to happen at some point. Um, if the Vikings ever win the Super Bowl, I'll get a Viking statue, but I won't do it unless they win the Super Bowl because it's too weird to get, like, if they don't win, it's too weird. Um, and then that's, that's the next one on the list right there is a little, a little Green Ranger dagger, a little White Ranger Saba sword. Um, and if anyone else is down, if you're a big Power Rangers fan, and may maybe we'll do this like during like a like a wrestling meetup. If there's something in Atlanta coming up anytime soon, where like there's a bunch of wrestling fans in town, and we all want to go to like a local tattoo place and get some like Green Ranger tattoos, I'm I'm down. Like, do it. Let's do, do it. it. So do it. Um. So yeah. Um. As far as the stuff I got going on, I'll just plug it real quick. Um. This this Sunday, the Fightful Select Weekender podcast. I'll probably record it Saturday night. Um, I don't know yet, but I'll, I'll be busy on Sunday doing the commentary and stuff at, at Championship District Wrestling. Um, Caden said it hard to kill. Let's do it. Hey, there's a very good chance I'll be at Hard to Kill um, in Atlanta. I'm down. Like if if like if you're in town for that, um, yeah, let's do it. Let's get some white some White Ranger Green Ranger tattoos. I'm down. Um, really? 
So, uh, so yeah, uh, Fightful Select Weekender Podcast. That'll be up sometime this week on FightfulSelect.com. And um, watch the spotlight every Thursday. Myself and Jeremy Lambert, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, this upcoming episode, we will have an interview with Jamison Ryan and Diamond Sheik, two people who run the CW CDW show that I'm getting, that I'm doing. Um, so they'll be returning guests once again on the show. Um, so, uh, we'll be interviewing them on Tuesday and you'll hear it Thursday and we'll tell you where to watch the the show and everything that I'm a part of and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah. 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 What about you SP3? What you got going on? You can follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. I'll be live on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel in about an hour and a half, less than an hour and a half, 1235 p.m. Eastern time. Myself and Jimmy Macaram talking about and reviewing this week's AEW Dynamite. We didn't have an episode yesterday for Thanksgiving. We got it today. So join us live 1235 p.m. Eastern time over there on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. There you go. Um, the next time you see me and SP3 here, don't know the date yet, but it'll be sometime um, probably the next few weeks. Um, we will be reviewing Mighty Ducks Game Changers Season 2. There's one episode left. I'm very much looking forward to it. For old, full disclosure, I think it's been a really good season. Um, but there have been some misses that I want to wait to talk to SP3 about, <clears throat> especially because some of these misses could be redeemed by the end of that the last episode potentially as well depending on what they do so yes um so yes you'll hear about us uh reviewing mighty Dex game changer season two um the next time you see us here on the show um so yeah for sp3 i am steven jensen you can follow me on twitter at fight talk underscore follow sp3 at true heel sp3 you guys have a great rest of your holiday weekend uh be safe and uh yeah see ya